5: Don't sweat the technique. Yeah, I sounded just like Rock Kim. Yeah, I sounded just like him, Jonas. Don't sweat the technique. What is this Limp Biscuit? Uh, hey, Limp hey on that it? was a pretty good impersonation, wasn't it? <laughs> Look, I don't even remember the words. It's just yeah. <laughs> so it's a very, it's a very limited uh, uh, impersonation. <laughs> yeah, it's all That's good all right. though. I mean, I got the first part of it correct. I've got a limited Bryant Gumbel. You want to hear it? Let me hear it. Let's move on to a story
3: about sports talk radio. And a budding superstar. Once a top 10 pick, now he's working at Fox Sports Radio. I'm Brian Gumbel. That's pretty
0: good. What do you mean? <laughs> that did not sound. What like do you Brian mean? Gumbel. That, well, that, that was that
3: nothing like Brian. That Gumbel was horrible. Was I thought that
5: was pretty good. Come on, what was wrong? That was a decent Brian
3: Gumble. It sucked. Let's move on. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you guys. <laughs> Fix your ears. It's not my impression. It's your ears that need fixing. <laughs> I agree. All right.
5: Um, I'm well, on everybody's side on this argument.
3: All right, by the way, uh, a little over ten minutes from now, uh, we've got ourselves a uh, a quarterback scenario in the NFL. Apparently, this competition a lot closer than we expected. Uh, we will get to that here at top of next hour, ten minutes from now. Um, here's the thing: LeVar Arrington is the pride of Happy Valley. You are the pride of Penn State. Yeah. And so when you hear this, oh yeah, uh, it gets you all jacked oh, up. Yeah. All fired up. Oh, I love it. I mean, it brings back the good oh, old days. I love it. I mean, just uh, just to to oh. see this oh. and 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 to hear it and oh, to be there. Yeah. Yes. Hold
5: and, on, hold on. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Jesus. Come on. Come on. Lavar's
0: eyes are closed. Uh I was just say. uh, uh. my gosh. Yeah, all right. It's like Beethoven on PEDs. Oh, I
5: sometime. love it. That's like every time we score, they play that as <laughs> soon as we score. I some. mean, uh, so when you hear this, yes. I mean, it just gets you all jacked up. This is up. a
3: setup. Like, like, okay. yeah, well, that's not a setup. This well, is 100% I, I a setup. Never, I would never set you up like that and use this. The uh, fact the, that
5: you allowed our song to play this long is a setup.
3: Listen, I, I would never do this. I would never play look, the Penn look, State fight where, song. This
5: is where the fight song starts to, to end right here. It yeah. starts to end right here, so you're about to drop. Well, a hammer. no, I,
3: I would just never. I would never use the Penn State fight song, you know. To, to, I mean, listen. I mean, you're all excited. I would. Far be it for me to use this fight song to point out the fact that Trace McSorley is going to miss the rest of the preseason because he hurt his back lifting a box at home. <laughs> I mean, that's that would I would never do so that you're to you. to play the,
5: the fight song and then say he went out without a fight. <laughs> yeah,
3: listen, I would never do that to you. You know, that, that, I I would never point out that a fellow Penn State alum Trace McSorley are, is now going to be out, gonna out a few it. weeks. You're I'm just saying because he lost to a box. Listen, he lifted a box, wrenched his back, and now he's going to miss a few weeks. I mean, what the hell, Levar?
5: I mean, come on, man. He's handy around the house. man. Okay, I understand, but there's a difference. Just guy, between- he's newly married, come on, give the man a little.
3: I mean, break. come on, lifting a box. I mean, did, did you ever have that problem? I mean, do you ever have an embarrassing injury when it came to uh, you being a Penn State alum? I feel like you got to answer for Trace McSorley here. You're the only guy
5: that can. I don't necessarily have a weird injury no no
3: freak injury no Sammy Sosa sneezing and you blow out your back and no, nothing like that no no tweaking no, it like that no
5: in the strip club and came out and couldn't no none of that none of it no 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 mishaps I mean come on no this, real mishaps th- a, a bit of a bad look for uh, Trace McSorley and he, and look he's
3: he's a Penn State alum you guys uh probably have I a, ran into a tree
5: <laughs> <laughs> you did what I ran into a tree before you did I did what sort of damage it do I just scraped my face. Yeah. Were you bombed? Knock, I knocked the wind out of myself. No. I was uh I was playing with my dogs. I had like four dogs at the time and I had a whole lot of money and I had some really really voluptuous um people hanging out in my backyard <laughs> and I got carried away running away from my dogs and and I was like I think I was Deon Sanders <laughs> high stepping like I was doing my prime time uh skip. While I was looking back at the voluptuousness, and I I ran right into a tree. It
3: happens. That that is uh, there's there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I think that's happened to the best of us. I've walked through a screen but it, but door, but it wasn't
5: like I didn't I didn't miss any time or anything. I've walked through
3: a screen door. Uh, I've walked into a glass door uh, that I did not uh, I did not see
5: because of the reflection. I couldn't see oh, the reflection. Wow. So yeah, just all very clear. Um, in in and- fact, it worked to my advantage, Jonas. It Cause, worked cause, out very well. Because you got tended to. I did. Yeah. Yes, very I good. did. So that's the move. That was like when I was young and dumb. I and mean, f- yeah. Yeah, we'll leave that alone. Uh, <laughs>
3: <that's> <laughs> a, that is a. Uh, uh, yeah, so just, oh man. Speaking, speaking of fireball, offenses, I didn't even mean to go into that. That was not even rehearsed. To be honest, I kind of <laughs> stumbled into that like the tree. Speaking of fireball offenses, uh, by the way, so Trace McSorley, can I my favorite Trace McSorley moment? And you probably remember this. I think we've actually talked about this. The game against Iowa, Mm -hmm. when they went into Iowa and went down the field and he threw that touchdown pass. Okay. That was one of my favorite moments in college football it in recent so years. It was so cold in college Oh, bro. God. Like, and, and just, that was a, on the road and you just heard a bunch of people shut the hell up in a hurry. Because yeah. Iowa was good that year. Iowa they was a really good team that year. They were. And they went down the field and threw that touchdown pass. I think pass. we won the
5: Big Ten that year, in fact.
3: Yeah, because that, that was, a I remember that was a strong year for uh, Penn State. And you lost that close game to Ohio State, if I'm not mistaken i think that was the same year i think
5: oh well then no i, I don't i don't know i'm,
3: I'm trying to remember I think but we i want it yeah but i remember that being uh, that was uh, what i well, remember I trace for.
5: but but you know i think you Let's
3: know we'll replace the good memories uh, of no ohio you know, state you know, i mean wrenching his back oh. on the box i mean come on now
1: this this is i kick the coverage
3: Choose from the full line of Continental tires, shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to slash sports to see their Continental test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tire rack.com slash sports TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be the man is back lavar effing aaron
5: <laughs> jonas um
3: yeah, the man is. I'm just. Uh, I'm presenting. Knox? Yeah, I'm presenting. Uh, uh, you know, the nation uh, to Levar Arrington. Uh, he was bloviating earlier during one of the breaks bloviating. about his uh, his barbecue uh, that he put together. Uh, you had yourself, uh, you know, some Hawaiian sliders and I ribs, did. and
5: uh, I yeah, did. It, it turned out pretty good. Yeah, put some know. cheddar cheese on the on the the ribs. The bones were pulled out. The meat was was very well well done, very yes. well prepared. I was I was proud of myself, man. Well, listen, I mean, I uh, made grilled cheeses out of the Hawaiian buns, and made them into sandwiches. Look at you! Like it just a uh, how about that? How about it? It's, I mean, just
3: uh, like... Fat boy food! There's nothing this man can't do. Uh, there's nothing this man can't do uh, as he gets uh, geared up for another uh, football season. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, the, the coaching, uh, you got, uh, you know, the the college football, the NFL, a wild time to be alive if you're an NFL fan or a football fan in general here on Fox Sports Radio. Now, um, there are quarterback battles uh, that are playing out, um, one of which is in New England. And uh, the quarterback battle is between Cam Newton and Mac Jones. And going into... Last week, I would have said, I mean, there's there's just no chance that uh, Mac Jones is the starting quarterback for the uh, New England Patriots moving forward. But um, he did get an opportunity to play. Uh, He he played pretty well. I I I think it was you know pretty safe play calling. He didn't seem to you know you know really take a lot of shots downfield. And so Cam Newton had a chance to talk with the media on Monday in New England, and they asked him whether or not Bill Belichick has said he's the starting quarterback in week one.
4: Y'all sit up here asking silly questions to me, and I'm looking at y'all with the same thing. So I don't I know agree. what y'all want me to say. Was, I no, know. you know that. You know he hasn't said that. So for okay. you to just ask the question, you know, it is what it is. So every single day I'm coming out here with the anticipation to just get better, and that's, that's the only thing that I could do. So I can control that. But as far as somebody else's analogy or interpretation of what week one is, I'm trying to focus on what tomorrow brings and even the adjustments for tonight's meeting.
5: A little spicy there from Newton, huh? A little, uh, well, people be trying to get you to say that you're getting a second MRI. Sometimes well, you tell them, and sometimes and you mean, don't.
3: You know, a little, little spicy from Cam Newton there. Like maybe uh, feeling the pressure a little bit from uh, from Mac Jones, uh, maybe being pushed there. a little I bit. don't believe so. Okay, I mean, I uh, mean, you think so? I I I think. Well, let's hear. This is more from uh, Cam Newton. Uh, okay. He also spoke uh, yesterday with the media uh, and and tried to clarify. You know, he's he's not bothered by some of the questioning.
4: I don't take it personal. Okay. I just I just want you guys to understand. Like everything y'all know, I know there's no hidden motives or things like that i do know those things like that i can't worry about because each and every day i don't necessarily care about who's starting i mostly care about you know making sure that i put the best product out there for me and i know mac is feeling the same way i know brian is feeling the same way and everybody else going down each and every position so you know as far as week one we got so much to to worry about prior to week one and, and that's that's what my focus is right now
5: he care about he cares yeah Well, I mean, he cares about starting. Yeah, of course he
3: does. I mean, it's why you can't say you don't care. Well, it's also why he took the job last year for the price he took it at. Look, Cam Newton probably could have been a backup quarterback in a lot of places, but he wanted to be a starter, which is why he took what the million dollars and change. I don't think a lot
5: of teams would have wanted him to bring him in as a backup, though. I think it would have disrupted the the chemistry of the locker room. Yeah, he's too big of a he's too big of a personality. He's a superstar, it's just too much with him to yeah. just bring him in. Oh, like how's your backup going to be a bigger personality in the locker room than your starter yeah. day one?
3: Well, I mean, wait, hold on a second. How how dare you? I'm sorry. Is, is that a shot at, at Colin Kaepernick? I mean, is that what we're talking about here? I mean, is that a shot? Uh, you know, no. I, I'm, I'm just I'm just wondering. That's you know, not because, a good comparison well, at all. I, I'm just saying. There, where there, did there, that come well, from? Well, I'm just saying. There's there's some people that say that that was one of the. Name. There there were some people that say that that was one of the problems. That oh, you mean can't, yeah, Colin Kaepernick couldn't be a backup somewhere? Well, it's like no. I mean, like well, the, the
5: the the idea of bringing Colin Kaepernick in would be bringing in a circus like environment yes. and and understanding that his brand would have brought so much shaming to the organization to the starting quarterback they would have everything would have been that there's a conspiracy against <laughs> kaepernick and that's why he's not starting <laughs> right, right like they would have been putting free kaepernick it would it would have just yes. there would have been all kinds of protests to play him yes that you just you can't do it yeah and and, and, and uh, this but, is a little different with cam. I, I understand a whole, I, it's a whole I, lot I, yes different, yes and,
3: and and i'm and i'm busting balls okay. uh, this is a, right. for everybody relax all, all right. right we're just you know having a little bit of fun here but yeah. the point being on the situation with cam newton I think Belichick really respects and likes Cam Newton a lot. He does. I I think he appreciated what Cam Newton went through last year because when he got there last year, I mean, look. Who he, would have
5: been – who? Who name another quarterback. He's going to be a historical quarterback. Yes. And it might be more historical yes. because of what he did in New England versus him playing in the Super Bowl and coming up short. Yes. Name another quarterback that would have been able to go into New England and hold that team together exactly the I, first year post I, I, no tom brady
3: totally, the, the longer the more he played the longer his career goes on the more i'm a fan of cam newton i don't even care that maybe his skills have diminished or the injuries have piled up i've become more and more of a fan of him because that guy has actually shown i want to play yeah. like like he he wants He's to play right things. yeah and he he came in there Belichick's had nothing but glowing reviews about him showing up,
5: his work ethic, he's his never, leadership. He's ability. never really spoken about. He never spoke about Tom Brady Ever. in that manner. Like Ever. He's never really spoken about guys in ne- this manner.
3: Never did. And yeah. and so I think Belichick looks at this and goes, "It's going to take a lot for for Mac Jones to win this job." Like you'll know if Mac Jones is starting. The one thing we can say about Belichick, he he his job's not on the line. It's not like a Matt Nagy situation where his job's on the line. Belichick is going to play the best guy at every single position and if Mac Jones is truly the better quarterback by a mile he's going to get the start but I think he appreciates and respects what Cam Newton went through a year ago he had very little time to prepare for the season. Then when they got going, New England was pretty good, and and there was an opportunity in Week Two against Seattle on Sunday night where Cam Newton had the ball at the goal line. They win that game, get a couple other games to go their way. They're a nine and seven football team, and the narrative's completely different. But you then know, he, that he, was
5: he, like my career. You know, if we had won a couple more games here and there, you oh, know, put, put yeah, together but, a couple of wins here and there, not lose so many games there and there, yeah, but, you know, everything would have turned out so much differently for my career. Yeah, you know, yeah, but this is the art
3: of sports talk radio.
5: If you need something to back Back up your opinion. You just uh, you know, get, there's some
3: go tos there. So the what yeah, well, ifs do do end up happening. But okay. uh, he gets COVID. um mm-hmm. His season gets sort of derailed, and he was never quite the same after that.
5: I think Belichick appreciated the hell out of him. I think he still does. And it's going to take a lot for Mac Jones to win this job. I totally agree with you. Listen, going into the game, I told everybody, I was like, you got to take a, a look at who, and I said this in an earlier segment, you got to take a look at who's getting the early reps. Cam went in and got two series and was done. Mac Jones played five. Five series. That is a lot of series to play. So they're getting him those impactful reps so that they could put it on film. They could get him some development, some teaching, some some coaching up before we get to the regular season. Cam is the starter of this team. And, and I don't think that that's even up for debate at the moment. I think that the idea of it is – when you think about is there quarterbacks competition there? I mean, you saw the fans cheering for Mac, but that's not going to pressure Bill Belichick into playing him. You know how many times he started a quarterback during his tenure in New England? Two. And that was based off of of necessity due to an injury. They didn't have anybody else. Yeah. Um, I think it was Jacoby Brissett, um, and as I wanna say possibly maybe the other one was uh uh, who's our guy? Garoppolo, uh, Garoppolo yeah. poss- I think it's those two. It's one, I know, I know Brissett was one of them. He might have been both of them, but only two times has a rookie ever started. Yeah. for a Bill Belichick Czech Patriots coach team. Listen, he may pivot and go a different way and break. You know that he's been known to break his trends and traditions, but I think it's a long shot for a rookie to impress Agreed. Bill Belichick enough. To unseat a proven veteran, even if that proven veteran doesn't seem to be in his prime of performance at this point.
3: And look, Belichick did this with Drew Bledsoe. I I think people forget, because Brady's success, how good Drew Bledsoe was. Bledsoe Bledsoe was a good quarterback, man. and, And he had really good years with the Patriots. And Belichick decided... That it had gotten to a point, and this was after they signed Bledsoe to a long term contract extension. Like
5: he got paid. But Brady wasn't a rookie though.
3: No, no, he wasn't a rookie, but Belichick decided at that point. He, look, broke the, he, he broke he's, the trend. he's the he's the best quarterback on this roster. Yeah. And and he made that decision. And I don't think there's any sort of agenda. I don't think there's any sort of, you know, outside influence when it comes to all this. This is going to be one of the true competitions at he the quarterback position. I mean, yes. Belichick yes. needs
5: to win. Let's yes. be clear. He's never really drafted high with quarterbacks, so he took a, a quarterback in the first round. They spend a lot of money in free agency to put weapons around uh, this, this offense. So you got to believe that he's feeling – the, the a little bit of the pressure to produce a winning season.
3: Yeah, and and I think he wants to do that with whoever's going to give him the best opportunity to win games and he feels like it's Cam Newton. And it's exactly why I think Cam Today. Newton's Yes. Yes. Today. And if thing and if things change, Belichick will make the switch and, and he's not going to apologize for it. Bledsoe lost his job because of injury. Brady was in there because Bledsoe got injured and and Belichick realized look, you never lose your job because of injury until you do. And then he recognized Tom Brady's the better quarterback for this team. You look around all the other quarterback competitions in the NFL. We talked about Chicago. Well, Matt Nagy's on the hot seat. Call it what you want, but he's on the hot seat. So that's an outside influence there. Zach yeah. Wilson with the Jets. I mean... He's not on the hot seat. No, no, no. is Sal- Salah. not on the yeah. hot seat, but he was drafted... He get off
5: to a good start if he has a good year Yeah, with yeah.
3: he He was drafted high, so you know he's going to play. Same thing with, when it comes to Trevor Lawrence. And you can go up in Trey Lance and the Jimmy Garoppolo stuff, man, uh, Kyle Shanahan, like uh, they're in this situation to where they've been throwing Jimmy Garoppolo out as trade bait or, or replaceable for a couple of years. Now, Belichick feels like it's the one true competition where Belichick's not on the hot seat. Yep. Mac Jones wasn't drafted high enough to where they feel like they've got to get him in there sooner rather than later because they want to show that the future is bright. And you've got a quarterback in Cam Newton who's got a pretty affordable salary and has got MVP credentials and 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 potential Hall of Fame I resume. Might push back
5: on you a little bit though. On on which one? On on them not feeling pressure to play Mac Jones. I think they are going to feel pressure to play him because I don't he's think the so. first. It's the first time they've drafted. A quarterback in the first round yeah but they're not playing him just to
3: play him like he's got to win this job correct and and if he wins the job i think he's going to get the gig no matter what
5: he's in position to get the benefit of the doubt so even if it's close and it could go either way there's the possibility that the idea of him being a high draft pick for this team could go into to play that could be the factor that goes into why he wins the job see i, I think ty goes to cam newton if, the, if if all things are equal i think cam
3: newton's gonna get
5: the nod while i, I agree with you that cam is the not guy and and i think that for a lot of different reasons he didn't have a whole lot of elements that were working in his favor um going into last well, season would they have
3: eight opt-outs on defense too i think
5: it was they were not yeah. a good team yeah, yeah they were they were pretty there are a lot of holes um and i think that cam is embracing being the guy that is going to be the leader until he isn't the leader and i think that that is playing a major part in why he's he's got such a stronghold on the position but with that being said i do believe that some of the the decisions that have been made in new england totally go towards the the idea that they feel like they need to put together a really really good season and 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 Part of that is is if Mac Jones can come in and be that guy, if for some strange reason he could – if it doesn't happen and put to you this way, if it doesn't happen in preseason, then Cam Newton has to either get injured or he has to play so poorly because there's nothing Mac can do to win yes, the job once we're done with, with preseason. Agreed. So Cam Newton has to give the job away. So yes. at this point, really, in reality – it's not a quarterback competition in New England. It's a Cam Newton has to play himself out of the job yeah. for Mac Jones to get that opportunity. But with that being said, you could have went with Stidham. Stidham could have been your second guy and you could have just been looking at Mac Jones as a guy that you, you know, which I don't even know Stidham is even still there. I he's, but, I think he's got a shoulder
3: issue or something like right. that, yeah. Well,
5: well, the idea of it is is that you're not even looking to play Mac Jones right now. But he's in the mix as a second guy, splitting reps, and to me, that says if if Cam does not show the ability to be able to lead this team to wins early on, you will see Mac Jones early on in this season. Yeah, I'm rooting for Cam Newton, man. I I told I I love the guy. I, I I've become so impressed with him just as a player.
3: I, I, the, the, a lot of the narratives on Cam Newton going into the past couple of years, I think have completely been erased. I, I, I think he's fantastic, and I hope he does well. But, yeah, you're, it's interesting. We'll get to see uh, whether or not Mac Jones can make a push uh, at that starting gig.
1: This is Outkick the Coverage.
3: Right now, uh, the great Petros Papadakis joins us here on FSR. He is with us every single Tuesday. uh, AM570 LA Sports, Fox College Football Analyst, Petros, Jonas, and LeVar. What's happening? What's popping with y'all?
1: Not much here. (laughs) Just... uh... Getting ready for football season. There's a high school game this week in yeah. LA that I was supposed to call, but I can't because I'm at the Dodgers and I didn't communicate with the high school people. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. I feel bad.
5: Uh, Make but, sure you come to a Charter Oak game.
1: Oh, I know Charter Oak. I yeah. know about Lou Farrar. Yeah. I've done Charter Oak Shots games. I, to Big Lou. I played with uh, – yeah, God rest his yeah. soul. Uh, yeah. I played with uh, one of the great Charter Oak Chargers who was a receiver named – steve stevenson who had one mm. of the great nicknames in uh in my at least in my career which was jingle leg
5: jingle leg that must it's mean like, a lot of people missed him
1: yeah there, there go jingle leg you know so,
5: <laughs> Were they skinny legs uh,
1: yeah i miss yeah. Uh, i miss jangle leg uh, but charter oak chargers and their yeah. big uh their big rival uh it, it, this is inland not too far inland san gabriel valley Area, yeah. Los Altos of Sean Cody fame.
5: Okay, All would right. be
1: their big rivalry back you know, in the day. You know,
5: it's turned into Glendora now.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. well that's a Jonathan Smith, the head coach at, at Oregon State, is a Glendora guy. The Glendora yeah. Tartans. The
5: Tartans.
1: Uh-huh, not to be confused with the Tartars, which right. is torrents.
5: Right. Do you which know what a
1: Tartar is, Jonas? Yeah, you got to go is.
5: get that off your teeth when you go see the dentist. No,
1: yeah. no, no. <laughs> a Tartar is it's a, a, skirt. Re, it's a reincarnated, honestly, it is a reincarnated Mongol warrior. Mm. A generation or so after after Genghis Khan, a guy named Tamber Lane, led a bunch of Mongol warriors who were called... Tartars, mm, they have a, like a Fu Manchu. <laughs> what?
3: <laughs> they have a little mustache. I like, mean, that, that's kind of a, an elaborate, cool name
5: just to be given tar- to high school. Is, a tartan is, California, a, California. Yeah, is like, like a skirt, right?
1: A tartan, I, I, I think it may be. I
5: think it's a skirt.
1: uh It's I, a
5: Scottish skirt, right? Isn't that a kilt? It's a kilt. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What is a tartan?
5: A, yeah. a tartan is a skirt. Yeah, have no uh,
1: you have a Casey Jacobson. Yeah, you're right. Look at that. Yeah, how
5: about skirt. it? Uh, I was right about look, tartar, look too. Look at, look at, look at
3: you, Lavar. I mean, I'm just saying, it, man. man. There's uh, no stone unturned with you. Hey, Casey bro.
1: Jacobson was a tartan.
5: You know, it is what it Remember
1: is. Casey? Yes. yes. With his hair and works at FS1 and yeah. Fox. Yeah. And uh, Tracy Murray,
5: the great uh, the,
1: uh, NBA yeah, player.
5: basketball player.
1: Also a tartan. Some of the greatest tartans of all
5: time. Hey, Pop, are you are you excited about the Dodgers again since the trades have happened?
1: You know, I like watching Max Scherzer pitch. You don't really get a look at anybody like that if they're on the other side of the country unless it's the playoffs. You don't really watch like, oh, hey, Scherzer's pitching tonight against the Pirates. Let me check this out. You know, he's with the Nationals. Uh, but when he's a Dodger, you watch uh, if you're out here. Uh, we're on the Dodger station, and it's just really fun to watch him uh, compete, But they have a lot of guys hurt, too. You know, Mookie Betts is down with, like, a bone spur. And Clayton Kershaw is on the IL. They signed Cole Hamels to get his arm right and be ready to go. <laughs> it's great. And they gave him a million dollars. So he came to Dodger Stadium, started, you know, warming up, getting to the level where you – or pitching in a major league game, taking live reps or whatever, and he hurt his arm and left. So they gave him a million dollars to bucks. come out. Yeah, that's like in Pros for versus him. Joe's. We paid Tom Chambers $20,000 to come <laughs> out and miss two three-pointers and leave. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's great.
1: Nice work if you can get it.
3: No kidding. Uh, Petro's Papadakis joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. Lavar Arrington, Jonas Knox with you here uh, on FSR. Um, so we we're uh, having some fun talking about uh, the great Steve Spurrier. And oh, I, I thought you're going back to Jingle Leg. Oh no, yeah, Steve we, we were. Steve ah, ah. Uh, we so we, I I had a chance to cover Spurrier when I was doing radio in in Is it South the head Carolina. Ball coach or
5: yeah, head ball or, or coach. the old ball, ball coach. Old ball. Yeah, old ball I heard coach? both.
3: Yeah, I heard. I heard I I heard both. But LeVar was talking about how he was his coach in Washington and that (laughs) but Spurrier was so much fun to play for because he was so lenient that, you know, he just needed more pros. So was there a coach, (laughs) Petros? Was there a coach that you loved playing for, but ultimately didn't just didn't have enough success in order to stay around for long term?
1: Well, I think that goes for almost every coach ever, <laughs> if you like them. Right. That's true. If you, every coach that you like ever, they're all eventually going to get fired. Yes. That's kind of the crux of college football. They're all waiting to get fired. You either get a better job or you get fired. Very few people go out on their own terms. And even the Urban Myers of the world and all those weird departures you've seen, that's not – those aren't on their own terms, you know. So it, most of these guys all get fired. Uh, I, I mean, I like playing for John Robinson, who was perceived to have lost the discipline of the team. And that was probably true in the, in the late 90s at USC. Like a guy would get in trouble. And he'd say in front of the team, "Well, like, I'm not going to make you run because you can just run forever and it doesn't matter." It's like, no, that no, that guy can't <laughs> run forever. That guy's high right now. Like, make <laughs> him run. I want to watch him barf. Uh, but but uh, as far as Steve Spurrier goes in in the Redskins days of of Levar, I can't help but remember my favorite quote where he was being questioned some preseason about the amount of time that he spends
5: at the facility. Yeah, he goes and, golfing.
1: Right. And it here. was a time, it was a time where everybody was was touting. Now we all know most football coaches like in real life football coaches are smart people and they're good at their jobs, but they are football coaches. And we have a tendency to pump this position up because they make a lot of money in the modern day cuz the sport makes a lot of money, but we pump up head football coaches as if they're leaders of society. And when we do that, so often we're disappointed. Most of the time, they're PE majors, with or n- know, or not even
5: graduates at yeah, all. Yeah,
1: they're probably no underwear on, drinking light beer in a van <laughs> at the high school level. Like that.
5: That don't want to hang out with their wives. Right. That's who we are. <laughs> they're trying. I mean, they're, you, they're trying to escape being at home with their wife and kids, and, and they don't and sleep under their desk.
1: And they can't let go and of, hang
5: out with secretaries.
1: Yeah, being on the field. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of that that goes on. So we've seen these things glorified over the years, and you're kind of like, okay, whatever. Like, but there was a time where it was like, John Gruden gets to work at 4 a.m. and he sleeps at the office. And it's like, it's all BS. It's all media fodder. And those guys are going to get fired, too, <laughs> you know. Right. Uh, but my favorite was uh, somebody was asking Spurrier about his lack of time that he spent around. I remember this. And he said, well, what was the guy? The guy, uh, Jimmy Haslett. Jim ha- ha- Jim Haslett. Uh, yes. Yeah, Jim Haslett was the coach at the Saints, the Saints. at the time. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> and Spurrier said, old Jimmy Haslett gets there at 3.30 in the morning at Jimmy Haslett, and they're 6-6, six 8-8 six, right? eight eight last year. What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, oh my god! And we would like, you know, that's all we would talk about. We'd be out in the stretch lines at USC, and we'd be like, "Oh, Jimmy haslett Jimmy Hayslit got here at three thirty this morning, y'all are five hundred. So what does that say?" I mean, he, know, that he was made it's favorite. a valid point. Yeah, no, I love that. I mean, it's it was so, a valid point. I love it. And hey. we'd always talk about the old Jimmy haslett <laughs> Hey,
5: And Pop, I was telling, I was telling tellin Jonas <laughs> the one time we came out for practice and uh, on everything, and, and I think we had a game this week. We come out, it was like it was a cold, cold like it had to have been maybe December or something. It was super cold and it was ice rain coming down. <laughs> and we were in warm ups, we're in warm ups, and we're <laughs> looking at our Coach. We're looking at Coach Spurrier, and he's like wiggling and like he's kind of like you know, he's shaking it. And I, we was looking at it, we was like, hey man, Coach is cold, you know, <laughs> Coach is cold. That's the, you know, you, you see Coach like kind of trying to walk it off. He tries to walk it off. There he goes. Eh. Y'all bring it up. <laughs> bring it up. <laughs> bring it up. It, it says, it says, it says hey, hey, listen. Work off. It, three. It's, it's way too cold out here. It's cold <laughs> as hell. It's cold, it's cold out here. Uh, Let's get in the let's get in the weight room. Let's get some weights, and let's let's get lunch, and let's get some some meetings in the meeting room. Let's get some film. Are y'all okay with this? We was looking at him like hell yeah. It's cold
4: as it's cold
5: out here. We're as cold as you are. Oh, <laughs> we broke it man. down and went in. We didn't have enough. We did not have enough pros. That respected what what Coach Spurrier represented and they messed it up. Cause then we messed around and we got Greg Williams that came in after oh, that. Jesus no, no. and it went a whole
1: nother direction. That's all I'm gonna tell you. Yeah, I love when a new coach comes and then yeah. no one no one ever knew how to play football before that guy shows up. Oof. I'm gonna show you how to really do Ooh. it. I know I know the ancient secrets to unlock <laughs> oh. on the football
5: field. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Greg had us doing 200-yard up-downs on every yard line when he came in, the defense. Yeah, just, you know what I mean? We, I'm looking at I'm looking at my teammates like, man, I hope you get cut. I hope you get cut. I hope you get cut because all y'all dudes is the reason why Coach <laughs> Spurrier is not here anymore. Y'all took him for granted. Now we're doing up-downs before practice. He wanted us to be tired going into the practice, so we would do 200 yards of up-downs. I'm like, see what y'all done done? It, it is changing.
1: You know, that part of football has changed. The whole, we're just going to do this to do it kind of thing. The, yeah. Uh, the, the, let's do Oklahoma before, in the middle, and after practice just to see what just it's like. See. Yeah, just to see if everybody can get all hyped and keep that level of anger for, you know, two hours or when, let's have a 30 play run drill, you know, on Tuesday just to do it. Uh, that kind of stuff I feel like has kind of gone by the wayside, but. People like you and I who played football before they changed all the rules, we have horror stories, you know. And then like guys like my dad who played for John McKay at USC in the late '60s and '70s,
0: mm, way like they different.
1: Would, they wouldn't give you water. Way they different. thought if you if you drank water during practice, it was a sign of soft. weakness.
5: <laughs> yeah, you were soft. <laughs> well, they still had. If you think about it, they still had bears. It was at the end, but when I came in my rookie year. They still had beers in the cooler with with the Gatorades and the water. Oh God! I
1: t- they took speaking to John Robinson. They took me into the locker room of the Rams game when I was a kid at halftime, and Jack Youngblood was sitting there in full pads Jack smoking Youngblood. a cigarette. Yeah, and I was like, Yeah!
5: <laughs> <laughs> we still had coaches that were smoking cigarettes like yeah, in the hilarious. building.
3: Well, there there was a, there was a uh, picture that came out of Jim McMahon reporting to camp. It was like last week, one of his uh, early training camps with the Bears. And he had two cases of Bud Light walking into training camp. Like that's not happening now, but back no, then it was sure just it, it, it was just different. Well, it,
5: well, you just it's different. But t- you know, well, your this senior generation... Year you can get
1: some beers going and you know, play some dominoes at night, your senior year. These well, this, this generation
5: hungover. of guys, they're workout freaks though. It's the weirdest thing to me. Like they are literally, <laughs> literally like, what are we gonna yeah. do? Let's go work out. Right, yeah, like, let's what? go run. <laughs> We just finished practice. Yeah, no, let's go. Let's go get like some reps in. Let's get some legs. Everybody feel bad about themselves. I'm like, wait, y'all really like? I'll be looking at these young guys. Like they really do work out after they work out for the workout. Troy
1: Polamalu uh, was like that. Carson Palmer.
5: That's crazy to me. Losers. I, I, that's a little foreign. <laughs> <laughs> right? That was a little foreign to me. I guess that was why I underachieved so so grossly I, in the league, you know.
3: Petrus, I got to ask you before we let you go. You called uh, Rams Chargers the other night. Now I'm not going to ask you about the brawl. You know, uh, I've never
1: been to a pro football game in I, my life. I was going to ask oh, you. Wow. So
3: so that was the first game that you had had a chance to call. Obviously, you've called high school. Or you've called to. college. That's pretty cool. So, so what, what what jumped was it like? out to you first uh, before anything else? In the NFL? Yes.
1: Uh, Well, you know, I watch NFL games, but it was like really the first time I was down and dirty with a board and trying to do it uh, on air. And I would have the opportunity before, and I turned it down, and I shouldn't have with Fox because, you know, I didn't play in the NFL. So I feel kind of – but there's a lot of announcers now who didn't – you know, they played as many downs as I did in the league, which is zero. So (laughs) I don't feel as bad just filling in on the radio if somebody's out. But – I I found it to be – well, it was a preseason game. No one called anything. But even in the preseason, like, a guy will catch a swing pass and you would be like, oh, he's got to see him. And you're nope, he's dead. You know, that's <laughs> – there's just no – you know, it just always shocks me watching it uh, on TV or live. And the SoFi is a, a pretty great place. But – and I – obviously their parking and exit and entrance is a nightmare and a civic failure. But uh I just – I was, uh, I was surprised at just how quickly you get got out there. There's just nowhere to go. There's, the hash marks make it so you really have to go through people to get yards or win a one-on-one matchup, and the level of football remains excellent, even with preseason guys out there. I'm still really impressed by it.
3: Uh, get him on Twitter at the old P. He is the great Petros Papadakis. Uh, always fun stuff. Catching I'm up. I'm looking with you. at
1: Tartars and Tartans. Yeah, uh, on Wikipedia.
3: Now we're on to something. Yeah. And the
1: Tartars all have mustaches. <laughs> How about it? And the Tartans are <laughs> oh, all man. a nice kills. plaid. Yeah, nice
3: kilts. Oh man, uh, Petros, uh, <laughs> let's do it again pops. next week, man. Always a good time.
1: Bless you guys. We are yes.
3: Penn State, baby. All right, all right. Yeah, look at yeah. that. I was going to say we are Fox Sports. Oh, uh, that I, too. Yeah. All right. So, well, we enough. are that too. All right, uh, all right. Uh, it is all right. Arrington, You can Jonas join Knox. in on that one, uh, kick the coverage. We are. Fox Sports. See, did you yeah. feel good? We yeah. are. Yeah, See, now, now You got to like, do it three times, it's though.
5: It's familiar. We are. No, 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 no. All Let's right. do it again. We are. Fox Sports. We are. Fox Sports. We are. Fox Sports. And then you're supposed to say thank you. Oh. Gracias. I'm supposed to say, you're supposed to say thank you. I'm supposed to say welcome. I got confused. There. That's all right. Listen, uh, it's, but we'll try it, it again. Yeah, we will. at some point. Yeah, we will. Uh, we'll yeah.
3: we'll have uh, the second. Take We're polite. A better. We're
5: polite fans. You know what I mean. So when you get to the third, we are, and you say Fox Sports, you say thank you, and you, and everybody says. You're welcome. You know, I say thank you. You say you're welcome. There it is. That's something to work on. We got to work on that. We totally
3: screwed that Uh, up. I'm sorry, Uh, Penn State Nation. I love you. Coming up next, though, things in the world of sports we've not had a chance to get to. uh, We will fire away on those. That's next here on FSR.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the coverage weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific.
3: This is oh, uh, outkick the coverage here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, <laughs> La- <laughs> La- Lavar Arrington, Jonas Knox here on FSR. Uh, we are. Uh- I will be back here with uh, Brady Quinn coming up uh, tomorrow on the show. Lavar is too good for us again, so we won't on, be on this year. You know? I
5: just got to hold down DP show tomorrow, yeah. that's,
3: that's You got uh, you know uh, you got bigger priorities that's apparently. That's yeah, unbelievable.
5: Come on. Uh, all right, but we will uh, we'll be back here
3: tomorrow morning, same time, same place. Uh, right now, though, it is time for something we do on the show called this. You moron. How could you not get to these stories? You moron. These are the scraps. And for that, we turn it over to our executive producer, Danny G, to find out what the hell we've missed so far oh, on the show. No, D? Danny.
0: All right. Yesterday, we led the scraps with a story about your Clippers not wanting to spend money, oh, Jonas. God. This morning, your Celtics are throwing around some money. Uh, Marcus Smart. Gets a four-year, $77 million contract extension. It begins with a 2022-23 season. It's the maximum allowable off Smart's $14.3 million salary for 21-22. The deal does not include a player option. Smart, of course, has developed into one of the franchise's most important players. So I'm sure you like this as you rock your green over there.
3: Oh, listen, uh, there's no green on, on, on me. I don't know where this is coming from. I'll, I'll just say this. Except it, your teeth. It is funny. Uh-huh. It is funny. <laughs> that... Or behind his ears. There was, there was this conversation about they were going to trade Marcus Smart and, well, you know, is he on the trade block? Is he on the trade block? And Brad Stevens is like, uh, no, in fact, here's four more years. Uh, we're going to go ahead and make sure we keep him around. He's been the heart and soul of that team. Like, uh, he's been the one guy you could consistently count on. Maybe not production offensively, but consistently count on effort from him. Just been injured. And, yeah, and you just, you, you don't walk away from guys that are going to give you effort every single night, right? Like, if you have, if you have a kid on your high school team, Lavar. And you know this kid, maybe he's not the greatest player, but you know you're going to get a 100% every single time you got him out there. Like, why would you want anything except that guy to be on the field as much because as possible? Because there might be a guy
5: better than oh, him. very good. There it is.
3: There it is. Uh, you dream killer. Uh, uh, sorry, guys. What sorry. else we got,
0: Danny? All right. My Raiders announced their new policy. <laughs> As if it wasn't already an issue getting into Allegiant Stadium because of those high-priced tickets. A new policy, the team will require all fans to show proof of vaccination via the Clear Health Pass and mobile app, which it says will allow fans to attend games without wearing a mask, if you can show proof of that. Unvaccinated fans will also be offered vaccinations on-site before the game. And then you'll have to put a mask on during the game. The Raiders attribute this change to Nevada's new emergency directive for large events. The rules differ from what the Saints announced last week because at the Superdome, fans will be allowed to enter if they have proof of vaccination or a negative PCR test from the past 72 hours.
3: So, but, but the Raiders, you need to show proof of vaccination in order to go to Yeah, it doesn't correct?
0: matter. You can't say, I, I took a test. Here's proof of a test. No, no testing. Uh, you either have proof of vaccination for Allegiant Stadium, or you get vaccinated right there on site.
3: Yeah. What about uh, what about SummerSlam this weekend? Uh, is that the same for SummerSlam this weekend, or is that a different uh, you know different large gathering of people? Uh, that's a good just, question. Yeah, yeah. Just, just wondering how we. Uh, it's a,
0: I'm so confused. What, what do you guys think about stadiums doing this? This is now the second stadium. Ugh, I mean, uh, they don't
5: want to get their money messed up. Yeah. You, know, you come in and you bring the COVID, you know, it's, it's, it's a I, rat. I, I'm surprised that the Raiders are doing it just
3: because they were one of the teams that really got hit bad last year. Everybody got hit bad last year, but Albert Breer said on the air that, the issue for the teams like the Raiders and Chargers and Rams is they had new stadiums. They were expecting that they were going to have fans in these stadiums. So they were going to make back some of the money they had put into building these stadiums, only to have none of them. I'm surprised they took this approach because I would assume they'd want as many people as possible trying to come to games, which is why the prices have been so high. So stop with surprise. all the
5: preseason feists. See that for the regular yeah. season, man. <laughs> that <laughs> junk was funny, though. Hey, that junk was funny. Fun. Y'all need to stop fighting, but I mean, I I laughed at y'all. Yeah. The ones who did it. It's funny, coming from Roberto, stop fighting
3: in yeah, the stands. Yeah, yeah. We,
0: know, we know. Yeah, Roberto. <laughs> know. That's yeah. when you know things are getting bad. Yeah. And if you've seen the viral video of the fight at the new SoFi Stadium, that Ursula-looking lady really set it off oh, by throwing uh, the, the big cup of Coke yeah. at, her. At, Ursula. at the guy that was being Howly. held back. He, he almost was going to let it go and walk away, and then she throws this big gulp at him, and that set it off.
5: I will say this: uh,
0: the, the big dude thought he was tough. Though, I mean, the for two seconds. Yeah, but you know what? Though, they rained yeah, on but
3: him. If, if you're gonna do a Rick Flair chop, there's nothing better than doing it to like four or five people at the same time. Like he like he tried to Rick Flair chop four or five people <laughs> all at the same time. <laughs> so I, mean, you know, give May for effort when it he comes to that. He tried to take the whole mob on good, by himself. Good for though. him, man. You know man. what? Hey, good for way to stand your ground uh, in that in that Aaron Donald jersey. That's oh, good, man. Well,
5: and I believe I believe they were fans of the same team too. Uh, that's that's what makes. It' worse. Crazy. I'm a fan of you, Jonas. I'm a, I'm a bigger fan of you. All right. We L- are. Later. <laughs>